We start in Studio 5. It's been far too long since we last heard from the good doctor, Miss Featherstone, Dick and Chart. The last we heard of them, they were at the scene of the Gnosis, witnessing Tharg's attack, with Chart, Errol and Miss Featherstone on board, and the good doctor still helping on the Gnosis. We turn to the detective as he's summarising what they've been up to. And we fade to black. On board the ASP, ASP, on board the ASP, Resnick Dock in HIP 24046. Since we escaped from the Gnosis, the good doctor tasked us with investigating the seemingly random attacks on the stations by the Thargoids. He was attempting to find a link between the Eagle Eye Network, the incursions, and exactly how the Thargoids burned the station interiors. The doctor was giving us our latest instructions. Beep, 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 beep. Incoming priority message. There's something about these station attacks. The pattern, it looks familiar. I've seen that list of stations somewhere before. And well in advance of them actually catching fire. Have you submitted your flight plan yet, Dick? That's detective to you, Doctor. And yes, I broadcasted weeks in advance, just as you told us to. Each destination that we suspect Thargoids will be attacking broadcast on wide band. Good, good. It's just too much of a coincidence that we've been getting every single one right so far. This one will be the last test. If it catches fire, we'll be able to confirm my theory. Thargoids are psychic. Doll, put your asp down there. It's Miss Featherstone to you, Dick. That's detective, doll. Miss Featherstone? Um, that too? Chart, dear, my asp is down. Would you like to take Errol for a walk? Right you are, Miss Featherstone. You are such a darling. Come on, Errol. Walkies. Chart chained L, Miss Featherston's pet scavenger, to a titanium lead and exited Miss Featherston's ass through a cloud of gas as the cargo hatch opened. Do you have to do that, Dick? It's very disconcerting. I- I'm keeping a log of everything that happens in this ass for the doctor. He's fascinated by it. Can you maybe type it next time? Anything for you, doll. I'm letting him off for a run around, Miss Featherston. It's quite crowded in your asp. Errol, fetch. Chart threw a metal alloy buckyball chew toy to the far end of the cargo bay. (laughs) Oh, bother. Miss Featherston, he's run off again. Not again. He's such a naughty boy. Errol, come back. You'd better go get him, Chart. You know what happened last time. You're a bad boy. Put that cargo canister down. Fade to black. (laughs) Sometime later, Chart, looking a little disheveled, reappeared with Errol who was back on his chain and looking more than a little angry. I think we'd better leave, Miss Featherston. There's been a little bit of an accident. 
He's chewed on a few things. Such a naughty boy. Now sit. There's a good boy. Sorry, Miss Featherston. That wasn't valuable, was it? Oh, no. Errol's had an accident. You already told me that. No, I mean he's taken an enormous shit. Oh, dear. It's eating through the deck. I think we'd better get out of here. Doctor's coming through on the calm. What on earth is going on? I've had an alert that Sargoids have attacked another station. Well, it's, it's like this, Doctor. Errol's been a very naughty boy. Never mind that. You need to get out of there quick. One second. Your flight plan, Errol. The burning stations. There's a correlation appearing in my mind. My God. It's not the Sargoids we should be worried about. It's us. Tell no one, this is a disaster. If the council ever find out, they'll take my Bunsen burner away. Oh my good doctor. It's okay, doctor. Don't you worry your lovely tinfoil-coated head about anything. I'm, I'm no one will know that we were here. Beep, 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 beep. Incoming priority message. Oh, I think we've buggered up the script here. My god, doctor. It's shit. It's radioactive. <laughs> Forget that, Chad. Disinformation. It's toxic. Get out of here. Oh, again? I think we really fucked it up this time. It's okay, Doctor. Don't you worry your lovely tinfoil-coated head about anything. No one will know that we were here. This is the dawn. I know your secrets. I want one billion dollars in void opals. Or the galaxy will hear about your little accident. And uh, Mr. Shouty and the truckers will want to know why this station caught a fire. Again. I have you now. Wait one minute. What's eating into my ship? Mamma mia, what's that smell? Giuseppe, get to the escape pod immediately. And put that beam laser away. You don't know where it's been. Fade to black. Meanwhile, in space, just outside the toast rack. Igor, you despicable wretch. Why have you brought me here? I've taken the liberty, sir, of dropping as many occupied escape pods as I can to tempt the Thargoids here, sir. And what does that have to do with me? I'm supposed to be out at the Distant Worlds expedition, ruining someone's day. Well, there are rumors that the Hutton trackers are attempting to fix ten stations in ten days. And I thought you'd like to spread a little salt. Have I ever told you, Igor, that you're despicable? Frequently, Mr. Potter, sir. Frequently. Fade to black. Meanwhile, in the docking bay. Who? Halvin Fear from Cecil B. Trumpington. Dear sir, I appear to have had, for the mug, a little bit of an accident. I think I spilled my drink. I don't remember spilling it, but 
and especially not it smelling quite that bad. But it appears that it's eating through the station's hour. I, I really don't remember making this one, but it seems quite potent. Anyway, just in case it was me, I'm very sorry. I'll be in touch with the apology officer very, very soon. Once I, I finish this drink, of course. For the mug. <laughs> Lots of love, and don't forget to say hi to darling Lael for me. By the way, I'm back from Colonia. I was trying to help, but the Hutton helper keeps putting minus numbers against my record. I am supposed to be shipping these things away, aren't I? Can I, truckers? This is Gluttony. Gluttony Fang. You might remember me from our days with a code. But don't worry, because I'm always here to rescue you. Oh, very nice of you, old chap. Any chance of a lift, I've managed to lose my python. Back in the studio, a radio show is just finishing. <laughs> all right, dear truckers, that's all from me. Next week, we'll be looking into how you should feed your barnacles this spring and how to keep pesky little pests away from them when they're fruiting. Now, over to Studio 5, where I, I think they might be ready for us. But first, an advert from our sponsors. Eddie Lee Wise here from Eddie and Sons plus me daughters bespoke tarting for you and your flight suit. Due to an unfortunate series of accidents, we're able to offer you a collection of nearly new flight suits bespoke tailored for someone else and only slightly Thargoid soiled. My wife Barb's and my husband Ken we're not girding my loins for me next outing on live radio, um, I've given them a good clean. The smell's almost gone, and they're available at knockdown price of 10% off list. Bag yourself a bargain now at Lave Station, Eddie and Sons, and me daughters, available at all good retailers, and some that aren't so good. <laughs> now, cough please, sir. <coughs> Your mics. They're not live yet, but they are. Yeah. <coughs> are you mics? <laughs> are live. Good evening! Good evening, good evening, good evening, good evening, and welcome to everyone here um, to Hutton Orbital Live from Studio 5. And a half. I am Dick Chafing, and that's not just the way I'm sitting. I'm Rudolf Hucker, and joining us this evening, we have a wealth of special guests, including Spider-Man, the Pilots Federation crack community care team, and of course, the usual smattering of Bucknaked, Flossie, Commander Wallerspoon, and Silliness. We're also joined this evening by a new presenter who's been itching to flex their vocal cords on the show, Wilma Python Fit. Good evening, oh. Wilma. Oh, hello. Is this where I queue for my merry-go-round? Can I get a free refill on this? Are you... Are you are, Excuse me. Are you, are you sure that's our guest? 
Of course I am. I know exactly where I am. Where are my cats? What kind of operation is this? Can I see the manager? Um, just, just do the thing, the, the bong thing. I've slipped something into his uh, drink. Oh, what? It will be fine. <laughs> I haven't thought this one through. Um, that one there, that one there, that one there. No, this one, and then it's that one. Chinless wonder in industrial accident after King Chin done in. Mods outbreak averted by application of fast-acting truckers. Hutton tries doing things the Mancunian way. Far-right imperial eco-terrorists banned from Galmet. Pilots Federation in Station Trade Innovation Upgrade. Atrus 5060, 5061, and 5062 in triple trouble for the bubble. <clears throat> Loose knockers in system innuendo overload. Emergency medical teams were scrambled this evening as a star of Colonia and patient zero, King Hanky, was rushed to Nurse Wyeth with what can only be described as a bit of a boo-boo. After lending his assistance to the Hutton truckers in the endeavor to bring joy to the people of Manchester and singularly failing to keep his face out of the way of passing hollow boards. These boards, made of indestructium, are the hardest known things in the galaxy and are cited in many apology reports by Hutton as the cause of ship destruction, pain, fire, screaming, and general mayhem by commanders who misjudged the tailswing of their mighty anaconda. In this case, it was solved by a hasty application of a large sticking plaster, known to buck naked as Band-Aids. Complimenting his kingly attire, he went for one in blue which only served to highlight his swollen chin and embarrassment. <laughs> Nurse Wyeth has prescribed a dose of strong painkillers delivered in a gin form and bed rest for the next 24 hours whilst the hangover subsides. Can we please warn all commanders at the ECM conference on Sol that attempting to stop your ship with your chin is ill-advised and will only lead to public mickey-taking, apologies from the apology officer, and of course, an entry in this very public and recorded for posterity news broadcast. Never let it be said that Hutton truckers can't rush to the rescue of a commander in distress. Last night, in a frightening near-mods outbreak situation, one commander had a near-nuts incident that was only averted by the swift application of a Hutton mug to the affected area and a cold compress for the forehead. Uh, MODS, or Mug Ownership Deficiency Syndrome, is a debilitating condition caused by the absence of Hutton mugs in your daily routine. Commanders from Hutton are to be applauded for their efforts, and we can report that the affected commander 
Effected a full recovery after a supercruise-warmed mug of Bovril and enough adrenaline and antihistamines to jumpstart a broken Type 10. With Tharg the Mighty mounting a mighty assault on systems far too near to home, Hutton decided to do the only sensible thing and take the weekend off for a bit of a knees-up on Sol. Manchester by sea formerly just Manchester, but sea levels rising are a thing from the 21st century, hosted over 170 truckers and friends, plus a few enemies, and the guests were treated to such sights as the team python up on bricks in the loading bay, inappropriately short outer garments, police sirens, and of course the obligatory occasional zero-G football chant. What effect this absence will have on the depredations of the eight-sided monster and his octo-millions and the efforts of both Operation Ida and the Hacks Wing, plus Mr Shouty and his, for larger numbers of eight and small numbers of ten, ten stations were repaired this week, effort, will have, no one knows, but we're sure that by Tharg's Day next week, Atrus 5060 will be able to bring us up to speed as to how mightily stuffed humanity is. All for the sake of sinking a few beers with your mates. Galnet News has published this week a list of Imperial commanders that are no longer welcome to post interesting things on their social media platform and have cited such incidents as refusing to lower the voltage of their slave tasers to 20,000 volts. Where's the fun in that? Posting inappropriate comments about Ashton Duval's bedroom habits and, of course, refusing to wear their togas in the approved fashion and behaving like total eco-terrorist nightmares in public. Commander Paul at war has been highlighted as particular troublemaker amongst Imperial pilots and has been asked to refrain from gluing himself to cutters, chaining them to the little cars that run around the station interiors and proclaiming via loudhailer that commanders should be permanently banned from atmospheric landings until the year 3306, just in case they step on the delicate forearm flowers or spread any salt. Who'd want to do that? The Empire has said that the commander doesn't have a leg to stand on, particularly not on board his ship, and should stick to doing as he's told, keeping his head down and remembering that the Empire dissent is ill-advised and there will be dire consequences for failing to follow instructions forthwith. The Federation are considering allowing him to apply for galactic elections as part of their representatives as part of the Impexit party, and he's just the kind of person that they need. The Alliance, on the other hand, were unavailable for comment about his behavior but mainly because no one there can work out who is in charge. And anyway, can anyone remember where their systems actually are? Really? The Pilots Federation, not happy with their new new bubble safe zone of pilot training grounds and super easy super cruise autopilot, only a fool breaks the six second rule dropout system, have managed to invent a new way to help pilots make that extra 10 credits from every ton of bio waste. For commanders that haven't worked out that void opals are the only way to end up in a ship too big for you to fly, far too soon for you to fly it, the extra 10 credits that the commodity market tempts you with can take you to new systems and bring you the kind of wealth that back in Alpha, commanders could only dream of. For everyone else, it is a simple reminder that wherever you are, there's always somewhere better to be, and wherever that better place is, there's always one better, just one jump away. A classic case of the onion head always being greener on the other side of the fence. Good evening, truckers. <coughs> I 
Citrus 5060 reporting in from Canon Research with the latest intel on the Thargoids. Tough week for humanity once more, truckers. Targ the Mighty is truly showing her fury by upping the ante and attacking additional systems we didn't even know were being targeted. Ten systems this week were damaged, bringing up the number of burning stations to 19. The Pilots' Federation are calling all available commanders to assist in the evacuation of Balliard Dock in Gleese 58, Curtis Outpost in Ross 1057, Davis City in Devani, Dominic Holdings in Brip, Fabian Terminal in Badibazist, Froud Hub in HIP 17298. Hagenair City in Ooh Geronium and Joseph Delambra Station in LT617. Jesus, this list is long. <laughs> Julian Market in Aganibi. Uh, Karachini, you changed it? I don't know. Lots of stations are on fire. <laughs> oh, Landport in Taguna, Luir Terminal in JD140, Mateport in HIP10492, Precourt City in Songby, Rigau Gateway in HRP12605, Sagano Ring in Wuto, Truman Up in Esquiti, Vanderburg Hub in Dormouth, and Willem Gateway in Private Tem. Boffins? The ones that are still awake are theorising that the increased number of damage stations was in response to the hugely successful efforts by our group of truckers, formerly known as Hot Fix. Not to worry, truckers. Hot Fix is not the only team to get a chance at glory. Hackswing, led by our very own Commander Falco Took, is a lovely fella. As a huge undertaking ahead of it, with Thargoid incursions now present. Oh, I've got the list. I've got the list. Entangua, Bad Bad Sist, Hip 9141, Hip 4824, Songby, Hip 12779, SK Take Ambo, We Two Divani, Mike, Mike's in serious trouble, LTT617, Gliese 58, Hip 12604. Is this list going to end? Hit one, seven, two, nine, eight. No, one, one, two, three, four, five. Oh, you, Geminorum. I'm going to be a G- GD140. Hit one, two, six, eight. Can you guys just fix these things for us? It really is rubbish. Domorph and Ross 1057. The Thargoid presence in Tangua and Songby is marginal now. So with one last push, hacks can lift the incursions in these systems. They're not heavy. It's an uphill battle, but we know how mighty a combat group hacks can be. Especially with allies like the Anti-Xeno Initiative, the Hive, the Hand, Hank's Anti-Xeno Alliance, Cannon Lab 69, that's rude that is, and Operation Ida, or was it IDA, at our sides. It's even better knowing that when we do boot the Thargoids from the bubble, that a hot fix and Operation IDA, or is it Ida, can get these stations back online in record time. This week, Eagle Eye seems to be stuck in a loop, repeating last week's targets over and over again. <laughs> Furthermore, 
Aegis has released a statement saying that capital ships have been useless. Absolutely useless. Rubbish. Against the Thargoids, and the best defence against them is the work done by independent commanders. That's you lot. To this reporter, it sounds like Aegis has gone corporate and approves of cheap labour to fight off the Thargoids. Further explaining why, as an organisation, they've done very little to help us in the fight. Oh, they're rubbish. But this doesn't mean the Thargoids aren't targeting new systems this week. Through anonymous sources... You wish you'd never started this. Through anonymous sources, I have... You've got a lovely big long list coming up. That a Thargoid You've got all the systems. ...has been detected on Earth, the ancestral home of humanity. It's lovely. Though, through some hard work and lots of begging, I managed to obtain a system permit to investigate this lead. I've traced the bugaloos down to the old Earth city of Manchester. It's lovely. Located in the funny place known as England. Further examination of evidence... I've been, I've been checking. I think you... I have che- I've checked How's your voice holding up, mate? Yes. I've done that and then I've lost my place. Uh, has led me to believe that the Thargoids have infiltrated a place known as the Renaissance Hotel. That's the one. The Renaissance Hotel. Unfortunately, I've heard through our comm station on the orbital that some truckers have gathered for some sort of ridiculous social event. Luckily, I found a way to tell whether they've infiltrated this social gathering. Thargoids detest drinks like Alpha Centauri Gin, Conga Ale, Lavrian Brandy and Iranian Pearl Whiskey. So, if anyone turns down a drink, please hogtie them and drag them to the newly established Cubicle 3 for questioning which is located right next to the lobby. Or you could just look out for an insectoid-like creature with mandibles and extra appendages. Good luck out there, truckers. For the mug! Since the glorious victory in George's pants, a crack team of tireless BGS commanders who, for reasons best known to themselves, wish to remain anonymous have been working hard on secret and highly lucrative missions to secure Alvin's less publicised goals. After being instrumental in helping behind the scenes to secure the expansion into Barnard Star, they took a break, apart from a small excursion into another territory to help out a friend of the truckers, and awaited the next edict from our glorious fluffy leader. When the message came, it was simple. George's pants was funny, and despite several attempts to make amusing monikers for subsequent systems, we've had little success, with the possible exception of Piss Labs. It's time to get a system we can enjoy talking about, even if it's a bit of a hole. That's right, a hag hole. Ladies and gentle truckers, we have a pending expansion, and the target is hag hole. Your mission is to boost the hand gang of hag hole, and to avoid jumping straight into a conflict, to give us an excuse to make poorly constructed innuendos throughout the radio shows for the next few months. For the mug. Mug. 
Oh, oh yes, and something about working in Tier if you're in Colonia. Over to Norma. Uh, Lou, that's you. Lou, it's still you. Oh. In a change from the norm this week, we haven't got any Norma Snockers. So it's time for this. I can't. And that was the news. Thank you very much for uh, listening in there. But what was that boy? Who's bonging? Who bonged? Who bonged? Now we, we we have to do a quick costume change on our celebrity guest side of things. But we're going to have a chat to these guys first, and then we've got a stunt team jumping onto the stage. Yeah, we've got we've got the usual things today. We've got um, Galnet. We've got uh, Top Trucker. We've got Flossie with something. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the big community goal already happened. It was coming here and doing the thing. Yes. And it was we, we hit top tier. And you speak to that guy on your left about like increasing the rewards for the top tier on the raffle. Right. No promises. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> and what else do we have? We, we've got the apology officer. That's right, yes. We have the apology officer the, themselves appearing. We've got Spider-Man. We have the Spider-Man, apparently. No, it's... Hey. What? A Spider-Man? The Spider-Men. And oh. women. About the Spider-People. Spider-People. Yeah, that's right here. Excellent. Doing whatever Spider-People do. Usually with cards and, and books. I, have you got a plan for what order we're going to do this in? Yeah, it's all on screen here. That's the first. Yep. Oh. <laughs> I, I, it's, it's not... Thank you very much, Claire. I, I can't do this without a drink. Um... Yeah, so hang on a second, let me scroll back up again. So, it says here, banter, 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 special guests. Ah, right. So, we, we, need, we need to banter, banter, banter. So, how are you? Have you had a good day? Yeah, it's been great. And, you know, it's been awesome to see so many people turn up, support the event, stick in the most ridiculous amount of prizes for a raffle I've ever seen. That was, a, well, we, we had an original target of doing 90 prizes in an hour, and we did 120 prizes in an hour and 20. I'm a bit concerned, though. I didn't see Midden's pants in that raffle. No, the pants have gone missing. <laughs> if you haven't oh, seen, if you haven't seen Midden's pants, you've not seen anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They've got something right in the middle at the front, and it, it's it's impressive. <laughs> so, joining us on the stage in the studio this evening, we have a few special guests as well. We do, we do. So, starting from the very end, you've all met. Mr. Dead Meat GF, Mr. Giller. Hello there. Now, Mr. Giller, you're part of our fashion parade at the moment. Could you stand up for us and, and show off your mighty belly? Right. Now, without, without bonging the thing with your what's it, um, could you tell us why you are dressed this way, sir? Um, well, because uh, next year is the last... Uh, Sid, uh, what's, what's, the, what's the official title? It's the, the Twin Town, Twin Town Challenge. Car Town Challenge with Special Effect, yes. yes. So, raising money for our favourite of charity, Special Effect. And the lovely Sally is going to be taking part in this. And Where's the first Sally? way to raise money is by buying the T-shirts and polo shirts. And I think hoodies are available now as well. More to come, I would imagine. And, and, and yes, we put together a, a Hutton team because um, Sally said, 
I've had a really good idea. I need a hand. You guys have done some fundraising before. You, you did the volcano thing. So what's the best way to raise money for charity? Let's do something that could kill you. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so Hutton went and said, um, leave it with us. And then 24 hours later, there was an entry and a car and some paint and some people and T-shirts and Lego people. And, and tears, I believe. Uh, and mascara. There's mm. new supplies of mascara being shipped specially to Frontier Headquarters, specially for Sally. Um, so, yes, the pink wafer, which is Sally's ship... Um, Finish that sentence! <laughs> Sally's favourite coloured pink wafery with a little bit in the middle Don't ship. Hanging, just get the words out. When, when Sally streams, Sally flies the pink wafer. So when Sally drives, Sally needs to drive the pink wafer. It's a car. It's a car. Um, is going between somewhere in the UK and somewhere deep, dark, in the depths of France, um, supported by the Hutton Truckers. So thank you very much to all the truckers who've helped Sally get her entry in there. And in a year's time, there's going to be a big convoy and a party and they raised £850,000 to date on this effort. And this year, they're attempting to get to the million pounds by the end of May next year, I think, by doing the car stuff. And Sally's going to do all of it on her own. The extra, the extra pile. And we're supporting her. So... Um, is Sally here? Wait, is she? She was here. She was here. Squirreled away. Oh, oh she, she was here. Paging it. <laughs> Paging. I nearly got Sally. Sally, are you there? So anyway, watch out for updates from us about the pink wafer and what it's up to. Um, now, Major General Nocte Vegas, who was here, but he's probably, uh, he went off for a party. Um, he's helping. He, I think he's doing, is it pink painting? Mm. Is, we've got a car. Oh, yes. Now, you see, when we sorted this out, um, Sally said, oh, there, there might be a little bit of a problem here. We said, well, what, what, please tell me you've got a driving license. And Sally said, sort of. Now, so we've had to organise an automatic car to go between, for less than £500, to go between the UK and France and round racetracks and, in style, transport Sally to the final destination and back again. But we've got it because we're hunting truckers. Mm. So, anyway, Dead Meat GF. Yes. You're on the Pink Wafer Pit Crew. Yes, indeed. Is there anybody else on the Pink Wafer Pit Crew in this room? Me. Right. Anybody wants to know about it, speak to them. But fundraising will start some point over the summer. Second on our list of special guests is Wilma Pythonfit, also known as Will Flanagan. Hello. Now, it's been traditional over the years that we've been doing this to kidnap one of you and make you say stupid stuff on stage in a stupid voice. Uh, I guess I was the victim this time around. You, you were the victim, but unfortunately you've used that voice before on Planet Coaster streams, haven't you? Almost a year ago. Today. Wilma is a celebrity in her own right. Yeah, she's grumpy, she's salty. <laughs> Get a lot of inspiration for her. <laughs> <laughs> Some from somewhere. I, th I think Bo got lots of inspiration from that one. Well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I promised not to say that. You, you know. did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look, there's Oh, Sally dear, right it's there. live. Yes. Anyway, um, well, thank you very much, Will, for joining us. In the edit. <laughs> it's not going to go out live on the internet, on a stream at all. Nope. <laughs> Definitely not. Um, so, thank you for joining It's all my fault. It's fine. You can blame me. Blame TJ. 
TJ, yep. I blame um, you. So you've been to ECM before. I have. This is my second one. Your second one. And um, you've brought some, some wing people with you as well. Yes. I'm joined today by Paige Harvey, who's over there. Hello, Paige. Hello, Paige. Everyone say everyone Hello, Paige. Say hello. Now, Paige has been screaming so hard at some of the multiplayer gaming that Paige has managed to lose Paige's voice. No. Yeah. I can sing for well, you. You can borrow mine. We have Don't. a silent Paige. Oh, no. Oh, well. Um, and you've enjoyed your day, you played some games. I'd, you know what? I haven't, I've, I've been chatting to everybody. It took me about an hour to get actually into this room because <laughs> kept, people kept coming up to me, which is fine. Okay. Uh, but I, I love these events. It's, it's my second one. It's been great. You're a community to... manager. You've got to say that. I have got to say that, but I also believe it too. It's, it's in the contract. It's in my contract. Yes. But it's true. It's actually true. We, we if believe, you're watching, you should come. We believe you. Anyway, um, and you're going to be joining us for a few games after the live radio show as well. Yes. Fantastic. Yes. Thank you very much. And next to Wilma Python Fit there is Commander Flossie. Now, Hello. Now, Flossie, we didn't give you a very big bit in the script there, did we? No. But you're going to do a bit for us in a bit. A bit in a bit. Yeah. Are you going to sing the theme tune? But what bit is she going to do in a bit? The little bit. Sing the it. Other bit. The other bit. <laughs> the bit in the bit. The one that says here, Flossie's bit. Okay, all right. That's what that means. Yes, Flossie's bit, 34 seconds long. Okay. Yeah, that one. Um, and then moving along the stage, we have one of our newest members of the team, the very talented um, Commander Palantir. The effervescent, I think, is the word you're looking the, for. A bubbly. Yes. Very bubbly. Yeah, I'm sorry about that, but I, you do see what we had for lunch? It says Harry Bozak. <laughs> yes. Now... Normally in the script, the, the Harry Ballsack comes out and joins us, and we thought, should we mention them? We won't mention them. But not we in have this now. weather. Yeah. No. <laughs> not, not in this weather. It's, it's, it's more like a walnut. <laughs> a hairy walnut. Um, anyway, so um, you've been joining us on the radio show for um, a couple of months Very nearly, now. yes, yes. And we haven't unchained you from the desk yet. No, and I'm quite happy being here It's. It saves having to pay for it. Uh, and the delightful Mrs. Palantir has loaned you to us again this evening. And she's there in the front row. Wave! <laughs> yes, he's gone mad. Okay. It's... Um, then moving along from Commander Palantir, we have the stalwart of the radio station himself, the plumber that is... Plumber? Uh, the Tyler that is... Tyler! Oh, right, yeah. The, 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 the DIY SOS disaster that is... Commander Psycho Count. I wouldn't say disaster. You finished. Disasters tend to happen quickly and in very short space of time. A bit like your bathroom. Well, you couldn't really say that was in a short space of time. Well, no, dude, it was, it was a long time in the planning. It was a very, very, very short time on the, oh, my God, if I don't get this finished, the wife is going to kill me and I'm never going to get to go to ECM. Never going to come. <laughs> five years and five days of work. It wasn't five days. It took Moof and I were... Moof has worked as we butt off. No, Moof did all the work. Yes, he did. That's what Moof says. Moof did all the work. All I do is the bits that make him go, Oh, for what have you done now? How, how many Foxtrot Oscars have I had this... I think you've had a couple, but... I've um, had a couple of Foxtrot Oscars. Did you get any Foxtrot Oscars? No, but he threatened to tile my iPhone into the wall. Diddly do, diddly do. No, that's a different tune. So, yes, we managed to get the design finished, and uh, Mrs. Cow, hopefully, well, she might be watching. If she is, it was uh, his fault, that, that text. I blame <clears throat> TJ. 
Yeah, and um, so she's now able to sort of uh, get on on her own at the moment, which is great. Saves a, a lot of hassle in having people coming in. So yeah, it's been really positive, and I could get down here and not worry about her too much. I'm just signalling to the crowd here. Um, Wilma, Wilma. Yeah. Yes. You're fired. Sorry, um, can we swap you for the apology officers for the next bit while we finish up the doobie doobie? You're coming back in a bit. I see how it is. Yeah. yeah. Has he got a small bit too? No, we've just got too few mics. Steady on. That was told in confidence. Um. What does it say on your T-shirt? Would you would you buy it for charity? He didn't ask. Would, would he sell it for charity? <laughs> I, he doesn't have an option. It's it's community manager. It's in the contract. Oh, you have to sell your clothes to the audience if they ask. Right, and and of course. Now, normally speaking, no one ever wants my pipe. Somebody sedate Drax or quick. Give us some gin. Right, so it, it is traditional during the show that we have a lot of people join us in the virtual studio, but physically on stage, we do have to hot swap and hot shuffle and um, swap people in and out and do the thing. Can you do the Chucky shuffle? The, Sorry, the, it's just an aside. It's the truffle, truffle shuffle. Truffle shuffle, all oh, right. Okay. Now it says here, uh -huh. we have a special something from the... Now it says Apology Officer Singular, but I think it's Apology Officer and Assistant... Plural, possibly. Uh, it's the boss doing an end-of-year performance review. Now, for those of you that play on Xbox, you might recognize the voice on the end of the desk here. That is Rampage. Good evening, Rampage. For the mug! And next to Rampage, we have the apology officer from Hutton Orbital, Mia. Good evening, Mia. Hello. Have you got a special... Of Hutton Radio, can I just say we are very, very sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Now, we haven't got a theme tune for you two. Cal, do you want to improvise a theme tune? Yeah, sure. What is it again? Apologies. The apology officer. Uh -huh. Sorry. It's time to go over to the apology officers. Have we got any music? Sorry. Performance report. Mia Hartness, apology officer, Hotbox. Date, 20th of April, 3305. Reporting officer, Commander Rampage, 737. General Manager Hotbox. Oh, Mia. Do you know why we're here today? Because you promised me a Princess Ashley bobblehead from my desk. No. What's the real reason? That is the real reason. Yes, but it's your appraisal meeting today too, isn't it? Oh, oh yeah. I forgot about that. Shall we make a start then? Okay. Please may I have my Princess Ashley bobblehead. You'll get it after. Should we start by looking at some of the incident reports you filed? Um, okay. You've been submitting them without my approval, well, haven't you? Well, you seem like the kind of go-get-em kind of general manager who gets the best out of people by letting them take the initiative and get out there and do things. It's like a breath of fresh air. I really approve. You blamed me in quite a few of them, didn't you? Well, not, not directly. You said I not Voyager, of course. But you did. How would you know? You weren't even there. I was. You're in the bath, Mia. Bobby told me. Bobby's still holding a grudge from the model scramming incident. I know, but he had chocolate and I wanted some and, you know, I didn't like to ruffle his feathers. Oh, and here's a good one. The one where you told everyone I eat fish heads. You do eat fish heads. I don't. You're doing it now. No, I'm not. What's that then? 
It's an ice lolly. It's got ice. It's a funny face, ice lolly. Why is it crunchy then? Because it's frozen. <laughs> um, oh, okay. Uh, oh, do you like my sash? I bought an apology officer sash. Stop changing the subject. I looked at a few of these reports and I'm, I'm not happy. Oh, do you need a hug? No! <laughs> I need a new apology officer. Get a sash. Then you'll have to give the sash to the new person, won't you? Then they will be the office of They will be the apology officer and they'll do the reports. Really? Brilliant. Who's the new apology officer then? <laughs> now there's a thought. Not not short engineer. He's out exploring. Maduri's busy with idea liaison. He doesn't like people. Mustang is ahead in the jar. That one refuses to speak. Shoreside is obsessed with CQC. Tell you what, I'm not going to sack you today, how's that? But you promised. I know I did, I'm sorry, but the truth is no one's stupid. Dedicated, yes, dedicated enough to do the job, Justice. I can't find anyone else. You can stay as apology officer. Thanks, boss. Can I move my desk into the big office? No, you can't. No. Oh, OK. Uh, so I'll get my bobblehead, though, right? Uh, yeah, as soon as I work out how to file your report. Oh, that's okay. Just pop it in my inbox and I'll send it on for you. I know who it goes to. And you won't mess with it? No, you know me. Well, all right then. Hmm. Performance rating. A plus plus plus. Do not review again for another three hundred years. <laughs> Report ends. <laughs> Thank you very much, the Apology Officer and the Apologies Department of Hutton Orbital. Right, now, it's traditional now that we go to one of our favourite people on the show. Is it me? No. Oh. It, it's not the Tech Monkey, it's not Palantir, it's Flossie. Have you got the tune? Yes, it's just there. No, we, we, did, we had some questions. We, we, that, was we, we, that was premature. You went off early there, didn't you? Happens all the time. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, performance enhancers help. Um, so we put up on the Facebook page, give us some questions for Flossie, and every single one of them was inappropriate. And when I mean inappropriate, I mean inappropriate even for this audience having had a drink. But Flossie found a few, a couple. So take it away. Distracts her. <laughs> and it's not community goals anymore because there aren't any. Will we blame you? <laughs> No community goals. Good evening, everybody. Those of you who have looked at Facebook will have noticed that questions were asked for Sally to read out. But I'm afraid Sally has had to do something... I'm not sure what, what's it say. Work. All grown up. Work. Work. I think life. She said work, but but no, actually, it, was, it was grown up stuff. It was, but, but uh, actually, I did hear a rumor that she had to rush back to 
Frontier to go and check the contents of her top drawer. Somebody's been interfering with it. Uh, anyway, here we go. Yeah, Zach loves us, yes. <laughs> the dawn is not impressed. Yeah. Oh, she's here. <coughs> Hi, Sally. Anyway, on to the important part. Here are the questions. From one Mr. Dav S. How do I defang my Python? You want to ditch that nasty, spiky razor pack and go for something entirely more pink. From Mrs. Ninge. My husband's run off and spending all his time with some chap called Tharg. Should I be worried? Only if he turns red and gets all gargly. If he does, I'd speak to a solicitor. And from one Abigail M, we have one particularly knotty question. What happens when an unstoppable force meets an immovable object? I tried this once in my anaconda. My anaconda don't want none unless you got bones on. <laughs> I don't know the shoe, I'm sorry. <laughs> it didn't end all that well. It's a long way back to Waypoint 3 on the Distant World Exhibition. Thank you, Commander Flossie. <laughs> and now it's time for some of our special guests. Take it away, Spider-Man. Right, does anyone remember the theme tune? To Spider-Man. Spider-Man? Spider-Man. Does whatever a Spider-Man does. Right. You're going to have to share, Flossie. You're going to have to share. Next time on Hang on, hang on. Who's got a spare chair? No, no, don't kick Flossie out. Hang on. Now we have we have musical chairs. When the music stops, the pain starts. The pain starts. <clears throat> Good evening. This is a special broadcast from Spider-Man News. I'm Richard Head. Joining me in the agony booth this evening is David Green Valley, special correspondent for Things in General. David, hi. What can you tell me about the situation just outside Hutton Orbital? Well, Dick. It's awful. It's an awful mess out there. The freighter from Spider-Mind Corporation has been sitting outside Hutton Orbital for nine months now, still seeking to unleash their load all over the hard-working truckers of the station. What's holding them up, David? Well, Dickie, they seem to have been interdicted by renegade solicitors from Jordan Enterprises, so it's all a bit of a cock-up, really. Shut up, David! <clears throat> we now have a special report from the on-site cor on correspondent, Mona Lovesett, winner of the most conspicuous reporter award, 3304. Mona? Dick. Mona? Yes, Dick. You're, uh, you're looking good. It's been a while. Oh, yes, Dick. You don't think it's too much? Oh, not at all. I, uh... I think a, a skin-tight pink tutu with clown shoes merely accentuates your natural femininity. Oh, Dick. Oh, Mona. Oh, God, for Christ's sake, tell us about the freighter. Ah, yes. Well, it seems that Spider-Mind's twin cargo holds have been swelling with its contents, bursting into get-out of the docking slot and pour its lovely contents all over the shop floor. 
And uh, what is it that's stuffed so tightly in Spider-Mine's bulging hold? Ooh, plenty to play with, <laughs> including exciting battle cards. The boys and girls can't wait to get their hands on those. I believe it's really hard. Uh, the game, that is. Oh, no. It starts soft and gentle with a smooth learning curve, but it soon builds to a deep and satisfying climax. Uh, excuse me, I, I think I need to visit the toilet. David, take over. Well, <clears throat> well, that's it for Spider-Mind news this week. Keep up to date with the explosive situation at Spider-Mind. Do make sure you log on to www.battlecards.com, except it's actually meant to be edbattlecards.com. <laughs> so the pillar who wrote this script doesn't know what he's talking about. It's the director. Anyway, moving he's on. He's a complete dick. Yeah, anyway, he's rushed to the toilet, so I can't have too much of a go. Right, pledge your wad to ensure that this noble project bursts forth in a spray of excited forthcoming. Oh, God! <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. I better go. I think Richard needs a hand. <laughs> I'll come with Anyone you. Anyone got tissues? <laughs> You're right. Okay. Right there. <clears throat> it's all gone a little bit dockers. <laughs> Thank you very much. You're very welcome. Spider-Mind. <laughs> if you haven't met them, go and talk to them there. You might want to put some paper down. <laughs> it's a bit soggy down there. I like it like this. <laughs> right, so during the show, of course, we normally play music between the bits. So instead of doing the music, we've done stunt guest presenters and, okay. and, and things. Now, we're missing, we're missing the next one. Are we? Our stunt guest presenter of the next bit. Is uh, there? Oh! You snuck up on me, sir. Now, do you need a seat? Do you need a button, anything? You need specifically your seat. I've been banished. <laughs> so I'll take over. Yeah, right. Yay! Let's get the music on. I've not got any I'll here. be back. Oh. So it is time to pass over. If you're having problems digesting tonight's meal, then... Uh, Pete here is more than happy to regurgitate uh, exactly what he's had into your mouth like the good old mama bird so that you don't have to digest it. And if you're not up for that, no? Have I got this wrong again? It says uh, Wetherspoon's Digest. Sticks in my craw. Um, yeah, it is my digest. We'll just check you the scene of uh, Tech Monkey who's hiding over there. Hello. There we go. Thank you. Excellent. So yes, I can. He's, he's on it. So we're going to pass over to Pete Witherspoon for this today's uh, special edition of uh, the Galnet News. Take it away. The Galnet News Digest. I, I'd better warn you, by the way, that one of the articles is quite long. So if the music in the background runs out, just sort of improvise some yourself. Okay. Here we go. Galnet News Digest, 20th of April, 3305. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, Thargoids in the bubble, making the jump, a long journey in an SRV, a slightly shorter journey 
in an SRV. Thyroids in the bubble. Galnet has this week announced for the first time that the Thargoids are attacking stations in the bubble. I'm afraid, Mr. Holmes, that we have no manure. In related news, Galnet has reported on the toilet habits of bears, although it failed to reach a conclusion in that latter investigation. And in an entirely unrelated news, the Pilots' Federation has failed to deny that Core Dynamics' accusation yesterday of Vodal, the manufacturer of the SRV Scarab, will mean the launch, on Tuesday, of a brand new range of SRVs, including the Federal Gun SRV, the Federal Assault SRV, and the Federal Drop SRV. The Pilots' Federation has also failed to deny that atmospheric landings will be permitted from Tuesday of next week, and that the Earth's primate-locked moon is made of green cheese. Making the jump. The Pilots' Federation is soon to deploy a series of changes to make life easier for that just-starting-out commander, including making the Alpha Centauri system locked so that only harmless commanders, such as Commander Flossie, can visit. But for explorers, the process of making things easier started last year with the final part of Beyond. Before this, explorers used to have, have to do something called a honk, and then if they were interested in any of the planets thus revealed, they had to fly up close to the planet and wait a few seconds. And only then would all the details about the planet be revealed. With Beyond, things became much easier for new explorers. Let's imagine you're a brand new explorer in a Sidewinder. You flew into a new undiscovered system last night, but before you had a chance to scan the system, it was galactic bedtime. Now you're logging back on to your shipboard computer to find all about this new undiscovered realm. With new exploration, you can still honk, although it no longer reveals any of the planets. The way to discover the planets is to push the button to enter the filtered spectral analysis screen. So you give the button a good jab and wait expectantly. Oh dear. You're an explorer, but every time you go to sleep, the ship's computer mysteriously switches back to combat mode. When you press the button, a sign lights up saying, please switch to discovery mode and try again. Right, so you switch to discovery mode and expectantly press the button again, oh no. You can't go into the filtered spectral analysis screen unless you're in supercruise. Well, that's easily remedied, isn't it? So you press the button to jump to supercruise. You need to throttle up to get into supercruise, so you throttle up. A few seconds later, you're whizzing through the system in supercruise. Surely now you can use the FSS? Well, no, you can't. You were foolish enough to throttle up to jump into supercruise, and now you need to throttle down to use the FSS. So you throttle down. And now finally you can enter the filtered spectral analysis screen to search for that elusive, undiscovered Earth-like. And 20 seconds later you're interdicted by pirates and less than a minute after that you're back at the rebuy screen. Again. It's been alleged that most prospective commanders start, retire from spacefaring before they've made their first hyperspace jump. Let's hope that having navigation made as easy as the new exploration system won't also discourage the remainder.
a long journey in an SRV. We've all heard about the first great planetary expedition. This is where a group of commanders led by Commander Alec Turner decided to explore the planet of Kume, not using the obvious mode of transport, a beluga, which could circumnavigate the planet in a little under 90 seconds, but instead using the hardest means currently available, which is to drive around it in their SRVs, something that looks likely to take a couple of months. Stubborn commanders like Alec Turner are the main reason we've not yet been granted the use of space legs. As soon as we're given permission to leave the cockpit, Commander Turner will almost certainly organise a walking tour of 7G World Achenar 3. He and his party will be assumed lost until six years later they come crawling over the horizon, having completed a trek right around that planet's equator. But it's alright because that planet rotates very slowly. So to Commander Turner and his party, it'll seem like only three days have passed. And nobody will understand why they have such long beards. A slightly shorter journey in an SRV. Another equally exciting SRV excursion is also now being planned. The Twin Time Challenge of 3306 will travel from the pretty historic seaside castle of Blenheim Palace in Oxfordshire, close to the site of the second best university in the galaxy, to the underwater town of Lutuke, which is between 200 and 300 miles away, depending on the route taken. For this expedition, only second-hand SRVs will be permitted, costing a maximum of 500 credits thus creating a sense of danger as the SRV might break down at any moment. There are rumours that at least one well-known commander will sally forth on this adventure in an SRV named the Pink Wafer 2. Hutton Orbital will be painted pink to celebrate. Unless Cubicle 3 starts playing up again, in which case it'll stay brown. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. Thank you very much to Mr. Pete Witherspoon and his Galnet Digest. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Right, well, it's got to a point. Uh, I think this is Flossie's favourite point in the show. <laughs> What's coming up next, Flossie? Um, buck naked. Sorry, what did you just, what, did you say buck naked? <laughs> she can dream. Yeah, what the help her buck naked? She can dream. Well, um, I, I happen to know that Buck has, uh, has has sent us a very special top trucker tonight. Oh yeah. Yeah, and I think I think you might be. I'm particularly a fan of this. I'd, I'd really like you to sort of introduce us to Buck. I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll press the right button eventually when, when right. I find out where the heck I put it. Up oh, there's there. Um, so, if you would like to give Buck a nice suitable introduction, please. All right. I <laughs> now we have the, this week's top trucker by Buck Naked. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God.
I can't lip read though. As you can see, we have delivered normal service. <laughs> Would the tech monkey please report to Studio 5.5? <laughs> so, Flossie. Yes? While the tech monkey has been wrangled into... Oh, no. Yeah, the tech monkey's gone missing. Um, so, community goals. Yes. I mean, this is, this is your thing. Yes, it is. I mean, apart from fuel ratting and hunting trucking and all the other <laughs> things as well. Yeah. Community goals are your thing. And um, what happened? Well, uh, Funchy was supposed to be um, making it, bringing out something different. So, so Will deleted your thing. Um, de Will deleted Flossie's thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. Coming back, some, some time in April, I think. So that there's something to replace the community goals coming back. So we're going to have the new theme tune. Oh, I say, cows being evil. Um, so there's there's a new Flossie's new community goals thing coming uh, soon. I think so. April, May, June. Well, I thought it was April, but where are we now? The twentieth. There's nodding, there's nodding. April what? On April the 29th, there we go. Anybody who says we don't do any kind of reveals... At the, it's not community goals, but there's Inter a... The, Interstellar initiative or something. On <laughs> April the 29th, Flossie's going to have... A, <laughs> Flossie's having a new thing on April the 29th, a new thing that may be not community goals, but it's a Flossie thing. Mm. It's, 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 does it have a soon and a bracket and a T, then an M, then a bracket? So on April 29th, there's a new thing for Flossie to talk about on the radio show that we can... There we go. Are you looking forward to your new thing that we can't talk about? <laughs> yes. I'd love to know what it is. <laughs> ask, ask, ask Will. Um, now, <laughs> So, so we're, we're hoping for the return of Flossie's thing soon. Brackets, trademark, brackets. Yeah. Um, Good. On the 29th, apparently. There you go. So, yeah, the reveal that we've had on this show... Oh, he's ready. He's, he's thumbs up. Right, OK. <clears throat> Mr. Cow has fixed Buck. Oh, right. OK. We, we, have, we have a fixed Buck. Right. Yeah, it's in 3D now. <laughs> in VR.
Packers, it's on Buck Naked here from Recon Spaceway. And on Buck and a mighty fine thank you to you folks. Last few weeks, I've been so busy filling out y'all's insurance claims, my butt had even squeaked off mine, and my arm feels like winners after a
I'm not sure I'm ever going to recover from that. No, no. But, yeah, what do you say about... Uh, yeah, I think we've we've seen it all. Yeah! yeah from up here on the stage, we can see further down. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> oh, mm. um, <laughs> what do you do after that? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's mostly one thing, isn't it? No, no, no. <laughs> but but it's, it's traditional now. Yeah. It is traditional that we now... Go oh. to the other room. The green room. The oh, green room. No. <laughs> oh no. Oh, who who have we got one or two? We got one. We got one. Unless someone wants to get really, really close with their face. Now it's traditional to take mm. turns. Are we gonna take turns? No, you go. Alright, oh, okay. <clears throat> we can we can we can use our <laughs> voice from up here. It's yeah. all good. It's right. from up here. We'll start off with Flossie, pick one. So it is traditional now to... Yeah. Oh, I'm squeaking. Pick someone. Yeah, so Pick just someone. the front row's safe. I can't get near them. No, they're they're okay. safe now. So it is oh, traditional during that normal range of time. <laughs> Flossie's going to pick your first victim. Oh. Pick Jordan of Honor. Um. <laughs> the, the rules of the green room first. The rules of the green room are, if you've got something to say, you say it. And when you're done, you say for the mug. And if you've got nothing to say, you say for the mug. And then we move on. And then we're going to pick on you. Right. Flossie, pick on someone. Um. I would well, just, just point, just, just. Uh, somebody over there. Somebody over here. Over here. <laughs> good evening, Commander. How has your week been? It's been very good, thank you. Now, are you going to say for the mug, or are you going to? Have you been flying spaceships? Uh, yes. And are you are you hackswing, hot fix, IDA fuel? What were you doing? Hutton. Hutton truckers. Hutton truckers, but what were you trucking for Hutton? For the mug. He was trucking for the mug. He's got the idea. He's got the idea when the question gets tough. For the mug. For the mug. Right, okay, for the mug, 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 for the mug. Right. Flossie, victim. I'm going for mine, White, because he's... You're later on in the green room. Yeah, mine, I'm going to go talk to Mum. Hello, Mum. Now, I know um. I call you Mum. Because you, you mother me terribly, and we don't let you near scissors, do we? You have a claim to fame, and you're wearing your claim to fame. Your claim to fame amongst the Hutton truckers is? My badges. I don't know if you've seen these ones. They're handmade special badges. Yeah, they're brilliant. Every single year. So we've had an Alvin one this year. Last year was a Hutton one. Previous year was a... Mug. 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 And the first one, which was 2016, is a special elite one. So all we oh. have to say is thank you. Oh, welcome. No problem. There's a few multiple. Thank you. You still can't have any scissors. It's not safe. Well, for him, maybe. Right. So, now, where were you? Green room, wandering down here. We wander down to the green room. We look down the list. And of course, we come to some of our special guests. Commander, have you. Oh, 
ah, I've been interdicted. It's, ah. Right. Um, have you been flying any spaceships this week, sir? Uh, no, I've been allowing other people to fly spaceships, but with their minds. This beluga is in the top 1%. Yeah. yeah jacuzzi special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. Okay. Uh, for the mug. <laughs> Thank you, for the mug. Right, where, where are we going? We've got two, probably two more, and then we're going to pick on mine, wife. All right. So, Commander oh. Splendor. Ian, yes. Commander Splendor. Have you recovered from that volcano? Mostly. Right. Are you doing it again? Maybe not. <laughs> okay. And the darts... Now, there was a question we had earlier, because we were trying to leave space for your docking darts. I'm wondering, is it sort of six foot... So that's not the whole scoreboard, is it? No, I've only brought half of the scores with me from 2016 to 2017. I've still got all the 2018 scores on another board, which I haven't brought with me. And we're now starting on 2019, so I'm going to need to expand just a little bit. So this board is going to get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger? Until it takes up, until it takes up the entire venue. Right, OK. <laughs> and uh, So we, we had a, a 2600 score on our top commander. Was it luck? Was it skill? As it was the first time she'd ever attempted it, I'm going to say it was skill. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you very much, Commander Splendor. And one more before we pick on Mind Wipe. Midden. Mid Midden's always Midden. got something exciting to Midden. say. Gal Midden, where, where's he hiding? He's right next to you. Right next to you. Can you not see the light shining off his head? Now, <laughs> the, last time, the last time Gal Midden and me wet, we, we, me, me, wet we, me wet, me wet, we met, um, we had your friends Ken and Glenn with us. One of them's an imposter. Yeah, Glenn's all, all right, but Ken's not allowed out anymore. And, and where did you find your mate, Ken? Ken um, was a layabout in Marks and Spencer's, I think. Was he a cheap knockoff? Claimed to be 12 years old. I'm not quite so sure. Right, he gave us a hangover, though. <laughs> he gave me a very big hangover. Have you been out there in the galaxy at any time recently? Yeah, I latterly joined in, in the Hotfix. Managed to do two days. Um, and after that we failed and... so 8 out of 10 is a failure you've got some high standards well it was 10 out of 10 and we failed so it was 10 in 10 you see I'm going to have to talk to Mr I was trying to avoid talking to Mr Shouty I'm going to have to talk to Mr Shouty so it was 10 out of 10 but you got 8 out of 10 which you class as a failure the rest of us think it's awesome especially Draxor who's knackered from trucking all the stuff <coughs> uh, well, Draxor tells me then truck enough, and that's why we failed. So, she, she, she am the boss. Anyway, I'm still hurting from that, by the way. Do you have anything else to add to everybody here this evening, or is it just a for the mug? I'm still going to pick on my wife. Now, Mr. Shouty, Mr. Shouty, Mr. Shouty, Mr. Shouty. Duck. Ten in ten. 10 in 10. Now, the thing is, the first eight, they were easy. Well, we did, we did the first eight. Um, the first one fell within a day. The second one fell on the second day. The third one fell on the third day. And then we had a bit of a break. Then we got three done in a day. <laughs> three stations fixed in one day. Well, there were all been done, but they were just finished off within that day. And then we got three stations. Right. And the last one, it was just too big. Well, we do it. I've got the one. 
the last one, there's one in between, but the last one's 1.2 million tons worth of stuff yeah, to fix. We had two The Nelly, which was the one, which was 100k from the star, we fixed that two days ago. And Goddard is about a quarter left done to be done. So we're hoping that somebody else has fixed it while we're here. By Thursday, we should have all of them done. Right, by Thursday. So it wasn't 10 in 10, it was 10 in 14, maybe 15. Well, did you count the ones that we fixed at Downfire again? If you count the ones that we fixed at Downfire again, and you count the ones that we repaired halfway done, and then the, the community call finished, we actually did 10. I blame Will. He's not listening. Okay, but no, it was a really, really good tracking effort. So do you want to call out some of the other players? It wasn't just us doing all of the tracking on the fixing. It was Operation Ida. Ida. We, ha- uh, we had Operation Ida. We had the Fatherhood. Uh, Are there anybody from the Fatherhood here? They were here earlier, but the Fatherhood... Oh, they've gone to bed. Well, that's, that's the Fatherhood for you. They're old. <laughs> um... I think Paladin Consortium helped a little bit. It was from definitely from other. There's loads of other groups that got involved that I just don't know. Yeah, and so. I thank you all. I really thank you all. The problem we've got is the Thargoid said, Tim, 10. Yeah, that's it, 10. Burn them, quick. There's 10 more on fire. Well, it's right now. We've tried to save humanity. Humanity is. Got to do something else. The truckers have done their bit. So you're, you're, bl- you're blaming Hackswing. Yeah. They didn't do the do. Yeah. So Hackswing stuffed up. So you fixed them. Hackswing stuffed up, and they're all burned. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Right, I'm going to pick on mine. Wait. I foresee a long career in politics for him with we that kind of explanation. O- <laughs> I, t- I tell you what. You've got a short, short. You have to have a stunt OD now. <laughs> and Sean, as you're the one who normally grumbles, okay. you are a stunt OD. Okay. Mind wipe. <laughs> if you say for the mug and make me stand up again straight away, you're in some serious trouble. So you've been running the um, the Beat Saber, and you've been running the Retro, which we deliberately put on the far side of the room from your other bit, so you've got some exercise. Yep, which is stopping me from actually smacking you right now, making me a yo-yo. Well, I need the exercise. Anyway, uh, have you been flying out there in space recently, or have you just been waggling your sticks around in the air and, and chopping things? Aside, aside, aside from the stuff we've been doing for the, you know, the elite community, me, I've actually been out exploring. Distant worlds or somewhere else? No, 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 just completely exploring. I'm doing the zigzag helix thing, so I'm actually going through all the old... Uh... And have you found any of those um, spiky, crystal, blobby, mollusk? A couple. Okay, and... What do they look like? Because I've not met them yet. Spiky crystal monitors. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Commander Mindwipe and Mindwipe Junior, for coming to join us. For the mug. Thank you very much, Commander. Well, hopefully, I was procrastinating long enough there that Sean managed. To I'm find channeling, it. you understand? You're channeling Odie. Because it is very traditional that we do have a couple of puns from Odie, and we don't have Odie because Odie is somewhere else. What do you call a Thargoid that's been injured? A hurtin' fucker. Pardon? Like, 
hurting, hurting Tucker. Okay. Did you understand, you know, because I mean, you're making Odie look good. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a Christmas joke. <laughs> okay, that didn't work. You got any others? Panic and shout for the mug. For the mug. Excellent, right. Mr. Cow, mine's broken. No, it's just on. No, it was. Uh, it's still broken. That's because Moose's not watching. That's fine. <clears throat> right. This is the end of the show bit. Yes. Do you want to say any thank yous? We're going or to... should we just tell them to go away? Well, no, we'll just do it very quick. Thank you to everyone for coming along, for supporting the event, for being part of it, for bringing whatever you brought, the this, this stuff that's come in here, the kit. Uh, one of the members of staff in the hotel actually was having, I was having a chat with him earlier on, and he was just saying, you know, that uh, you'd love to see some of this in the country where he lives, that you know, the industry would come in and run one of these events. And I went, no, 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 no. Everything you see here has been brought by somebody voluntarily. Nobody's getting paid for this. Everyone pays the price to ticket here, and every penny that is made goes to those charities. We try and scrape as much out of it. Costs of the room are in that hotel, which again, they've been fantastic. So a huge thanks to the hotel uh, for the food we had today it was great. And also to the people who created stuff as well. It's not oh, just about the God, donated the things. Works. It's the you know, the, the art that's been created, the Lego, the... Yeah. Uh, Strange smell in that corner. No way, that was Moof. <laughs> Tech Monkey's broken. So, yes, to all of you, and not only did you put things in the raffle, but then you put money into the raffle to win your stuff back again, Jude. Thank you very much. <laughs> awesome job. But no, thank you, everybody, for coming yet again to the event. It's once a year. It's the first one of the year. It's been an absolute pleasure. And we're now off duty. We're going to go and play games. Now, I, I think I'm going to bugger off now because the show's done. So why don't you all bugger off too? Look! Look! Look!